Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second, and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Maximum Octane. And as always, I'm super excited for my guest that I am going to have and introduce you to today. And that is Mr. Dave Martin from Martin's Auto Repair in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, we would probably have to do another entire episode on his nickname is Rotten Dave. And so you'd, you'd have to, there's a long story that goes behind it. Maybe we'll do an outtake or something for YouTube of, of why that is. I, I think we need to, to, to have that. But uh, I just am kind of giggling right now because he is quite a lot of fun. He does amazing things for his community and other shop owners and other businesses. I, I think you probably single-handedly made all of the businesses in Phoenix apply for PPP loans and all of the other <laughs> stuff that you learned from us. You were like, let me go forth and be, you were like the Johnny Appleseed of information during COVID and people buying businesses and all of that good stuff. So how are you today? Wonderful. Thanks for having me. And I just want to say it's a bad rap. Why they call me Rotten Dave. <laughs> no, <Bad> it's <laughs> not. It is not. It's not. And um, so this is our take two because we recorded it yesterday and only eight minutes of it came out. But maybe we'll, I'll, I'll post that maybe separate or something on YouTube. So we had quite a fun conversation prior. So I'm trying to get my head <laughs> <laughs> head kind of together uh, uh, for this. So I'm, I'm happy to see you on there. What is the weather like in Phoenix, Arizona right now? Well, it's still in the 90s. It's it's kind of staying there and the humidity's dropped down. We've had a more humid summer than we've ever had than I can re ever remember. But the nights are cooling down. And it's really been nice at night and in the morning too. In the morning, it's been really, really kind of, it's gotten a little cooler. So it's great. That's awesome. We just we had a lengthy conversation off air on what temperature Bo, his wife, likes to keep the house, and it's a bit cooler than than Dave likes. So I'd be curious to comments on the show and uh, for YouTube and stuff. Like, what is the temperature everybody sleeps at? I have my thermostat on like sixty eight, which you like what seventy seven? We compromised. I, I wanted eighty two. She wanted seventy three or seventy two or something like that. And I said seventy seven is as low as we're going. And she agreed to that. But I think what she does is middle of the night she gets up and turns it down and doesn't tell me. <laughs> so, or she doesn't turns it down when I'm not there. So you just said that you compromise. So I guess all of your leadership training and years of running a business gave you the skills that you needed to to negotiate this contract between the two of you on the AC temperature. 
Yes, it did. <laughs> it, it, helped, it helped a little bit. <laughs> it, it helped a little bit. It usually helped a little bit. Usually the negotiations go her way. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised you got that one over. So I do think, I do think in this instance that you probably go to sleep looking at 72, 77 and it gets changed before you wake up. It's going to be my bet. I, I don't know. I'll have to. I have to have a sidebar conversation with Bo and find out. Uh, my money's on her, though, for sure. So, yeah, Dave, your business has been in business more than fifty years now. I think. How long has yeah. Martin's Auto Repair been in the Phoenix area? Fifty-one years this month. Yeah, wow. of October when we started in and in, uh, in nineteen seventy-one. So, yeah, it's fifty-one years. We just celebrated fifty years last year and a big celebration. It was great. It was phenomenal. You are a staple and a pillar in the community for so many reasons. And you're very involved with ASA. And aren't you a president of one of the chapters right now? You have so many titles. Yeah, You're like the queen's grandchildren with all the changing titles of everything everywhere. Well, yeah, I'm a second generation owner. And, 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 and of course, growing up in this business, I, I got involved in with ASA and got involved with a lot of other organizations. And uh, yeah, and then, of course, I got in, you know, you, you you, you're in them and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody wants to, you know, put somebody in charge and then they point at you and then you're in charge. So, yeah, I'm I, I, I'm right now I'm the sitting uh, chapter president for for the Phoenix chapter. But, um, um, you know, and, and ASA is making some changes now, too. They're going more regional than they are. Uh, Holy so cow. Have they made changes? They have yeah. made some changes. And then Spina Bifida Association, you president of that for a while as well. I know you're still ten active. Years, but yeah, 10 years I was the board chair and now I'm the past chair for the last two years. And uh, yeah, I did that for a lot. And we did a lot of charity events. And, you know, that that was a it, it's a good thing when you're in business and, you know, you want to be a part of the community and you want to give back and you want you want and your customers really, really want to see that they want to know that you are part of the community. You're not just taking, you're giving back. So, so I'm giggling for those of you that are listening on the, the pot on your pod player and not watching on YouTube. I'm, I'm kind of giggling because I, I think half of the positions Dave has held is because someone pointed the finger and said you, and the other half is you said, I, I can't take watching this anymore and I, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, I remember. And let me doing- handle this. Yeah, I remember when you were my coach and you used to beat me up all the time. You're going, you need to focus. And literally, because that's what I was going, 17 different directions all the time. And you were just like, you would call me up and go, what have you done this week? I go, well, (laughs) nothing for you. (laughs) And then she'd call me names and, you know, yell at me and, you know. Right, Dave. All that good stuff. I felt like we were married. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it seems to be a common theme with the women in your life that you don't listen and they have to keep repeating things over and over again and asking you the same questions because in coaching we ask, you know, open-ended questions and you just, you you like that uh, treadmill going, going, going. So I have so many topics that I, I would love for you to share with our listeners and hope that you'll come back several times because you have everything from... You're like one of your superpowers is buying up other businesses that are closing, not the real estate, but they're you have it down to a science to buy their like customer list and phone and, and negotiate all of that. And all of your community outreach stuff is amazing. And also a family owned business was pretty well established by the time you you were of age and started working in it and and taking over and 
there's so much to with that, as many of you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners, when it's previously owned by a parent or someone that you really looked up to and respect and all of that. And then the roles sort of change and you buy them out and how do they stay important and how do you make them feel like they're an important piece of what's going on and not disrespect the previous traditions and things, but understand we have to move forward. So you really are a wealth of information. But today I was excited because you were going to talk to us about marketing. And that is one of the things that probably of all this stuff and the years of coaching and all that makes me want to pull my hair out is marketing and people not having intent with them with marketing, not tracking their, their ROI for different campaigns and for just handing it over to somebody and saying like, I'm never going to look at it again. It's not a set it and forget it thing. Right. I mean, so, and, and, and my worst pet peeve is people not marketing when they're busy. Like I cannot stress enough how ridiculous that is. I don't care how many weeks out you're booked. I don't care how many months out you have contracts. You have to always be marketing. And it's just crazy. It's like you look at TV and for how long couldn't we get chips for trucks and people were waiting over a year for a truck, but I never one time saw Ford or anybody else stop advertising for their trucks because they know you have to keep that consistency. So keep me from hyperventilating, talking about marketing (laughs) and what makes me crazy, Dave. Well, first of all, you didn't pull your hair out. You pulled mine out. <laughs> this is why I'm bald. I'll lend you some. <laughs> didn't we do that one time? Didn't I hold my hair over your head or something and we took a picture? Yeah. You know, and it, it is it's true. Marketing is marketing is something that I never, I, I never assume people when they're really, really busy and they're, 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 you know, they're, they're rolling and then they, they don't do any marketing at all. And you're just like, or if they're really, really slow, they think, well, I don't, I don't want to spend the money on marketing. I'll call. <laughs> Well, why? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me either. But and, It's and like the Goldilocks, right? It's we're too yeah. busy to market. We're too slow to market. We're just, just <laughs> right. You know, what is that perfect condition for the Goldilocks of marketing people to, to say, okay, you know, dang it, I need to do some marketing. Well, and, and consistency is everything. And you nailed it right there. And one of the things I found out when with me doing my own marketing, I wasn't consistent. And, and the second option that I had was to, to hire it out. Um, do you know, hire companies to do it. And, and I'm not bad mouthing them or anything, but, but there's something about bringing it in house and doing it, personalizing your marketing to your company. It, 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 it makes a world of difference. So really about um, back in 09, I think it was, I'd hired uh, a lady, Diana, to do my marketing. And uh, it's, it's kind of funny because the story is, is that, that a lot of the ASA members and people that I talked to, they said, you're crazy. What are you doing that for? You, you're not going to have enough work for her. It's not going to work out. It's you know, whatever. Anyway, so. And she was did, in real estate, right? She was in real estate and we all know what happened in 08. So she really was looking for a job and she just wanted to, she, she just needed a job and she had two kids and she's a single mom. And so I, you know, I, I, and I needed somebody I needed. And, and also too, I was really getting heavily into charity and I was heavily, heavily with the spinal bifida organization and I needed somebody to help me with that too, because other than that, I, it, it, it got to be more full-time than I really wanted it to be. So I, I, I hired her to help me with that also, but the marketing that we were doing before 
And then when Diana came on board and we started doing it in-house and we started doing our more personalized things, videos, we started doing just a lot of different things that were more personal, took on my personality, took on the way we do things around here. And the jury's still out if that was a good thing taken on your personality, <laughs> but well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's changed a lot. <laughs> she 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 now has no filter. <laughs> so <laughs> before she would just look at me, the things I would say to her, and she's like, Oh my God, you just said that. The now shock value, <laughs> poor Diana, the shock value has just completely been diminished over the years. Now, That's now so funny. Just fly over her head. She's just like <laughs> Dave's just going to say whatever he wants. So I, I, you know, yeah, she's got to understand me a little bit better, but we, uh, you know, and and when we started doing it, it was great because customers were coming in and going, Hey, you change your marketing up. You're doing it more in house. And they noticed it right away. They noticed it. But, but the thing of it is that, that, that I needed and, and you said it in your segue there is, is that the consistency is everything. And if you, you, if you're not consistent with it, um, you're going to have those ups and downs and, and, you know, we still have them once in a while, but, I mean, our weeks are usually not like way high or way low. You know what I mean? They're, they're, you know, if we have a slow week, it still was a, was a great week before, you know, now we just have better weeks. So it's, it's been, it's been really, uh, it's been really positive because, and also social media became a big thing back then. And to be honest with you, I I didn't want to do it. I, I just did not want to do it. No, you were very opposed to that and Facebook and Google and anything. I, I can't, I, you learning to text was something. I mean, that, yeah. that, that was like earth shattering and, and, and groundbreaking stuff in itself. But let's circle back for a moment about hiring somebody in-house versus out. And there are some wonderful marketing companies. There, there are absolutely wonderful yeah. marketing companies. But it's not set it and forget it. You cannot turn your things over to somebody outside of your company and say, just handle this. And many of the companies that work for specific industries, whether it's automotive or dental or hair or anything else, they have very set that they put out to everybody. And so when you are somebody in in a locality that has more than one shop, let's just say for shops, if there's more than one shop in in an area, 10 mile radius of my house, I can tell exactly who's using the same company because on my feed and in my mail and everything, I get the exact same ad, right? And then I can tell when there's people doing the marketing that is not from the area, doesn't know the area because like Arizona, I live 20 something years, but I would get marketing stuff about, oh, it's time to winterize your vehicle. And I wasn't in Flagstaff, right? So Flagstaff has winter, but the rest of us didn't. And, you know, it was time to put on your snow tires. We don't put snow tires on in the Tucson area, you know, so it it also was very evident when it was somebody that just wasn't even familiar geographically. And like during COVID, there were still so many things I saw going out. Oh, you, you know, did X amount of miles. Nobody was leaving the house during COVID. So to get something that said, you know, it's been 15,000 miles since your last in, in a few months, it's like, that's nonsense. So it's, it's, it's tough. Right. And, and again, there are some wonderful marketing companies out there, but do your homework and ask them, do they, you know, are they working specifically with each business as an individual? Do they have a set template that they use for all of them? And you mentioned about hiring in-house and you've got a lot of flack for that. So when you calculated what you were going to have to pay Diana, and that's not anybody's business right now, what she's making, but when you sat down and calculated it, 
you, you went, did your win number. You're like, this is how much in sales I need to cover this. Right. And you, you didn't just make a willy nilly decision and, and, and you put thought into it and you said, here's what I need. And then you sat down with Diana and said, this is my expectations. Here's how you're going to get to 40 hours a week because right now starting out the marketing, it's not going to be all of that. I need help with these other things. And I think that's huge that people need to set the expectation, right? And, and you want to return on your investment. And so how did you, can, can you walk me through a little bit? You don't have to give exact numbers and stuff, but can you walk through what you did and how you came to that decision? Well, see, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of one of the things that I've learned from ATI is that your labor rate is what you need to stay in business. And it's not, we don't call around to 17 different shops and find out who's the, who's the cheapest and who's the most expensive. Right. Whatever you do, you sit down and do your win number, like you said. And then what you do is you figure out how can I expand? How can I get more growth? What do I need? What should my labor rate be due to, due to what my expenses are? And what, you know, what is, what, what should my GP be, I guess is the, the real question, um, to, to be able to pay for, for these extra, you know, these extra, extra help. And I knew in my heart of hearts, I knew that getting her on board was going to definitely increase my business. And it did. Um, and one of the things that I, I, after I got a lot of flack for it, they, they're all calling me up because they were all like, how can you be on the top of Google like every damn day? And how, how come I, you know, and I, I can't get, I can't get above you. And so, they were spending a lot of money with bigger they, companies. They were, doing, they were doing, yeah. And we really never did, we never did clicks or we really, we just did everything organically. And because uh, she had the time and, and, and she really took a, a lot of education to understand how Google really, what, what really makes them happy and what, what puts you up on those higher rankings. And, and I even had people at my networking group that were marketing people that that's all they do they were working with shops and they couldn't get above us. And they were, they were telling me, asking me how, how we're doing it and how much money are we spending? And I said, we're not spending any money with really Google. We're just, we're just, uh, I spent money instead of spending the money with Google, I spent money on the marketing person to do what Google likes organically. And that's huge because entrepreneurs, they're busy. The business owners are busy. They have so much going on in their mind and to try to, keep up on Google and all of that stuff. And my gosh, it, it changes all the time. I have the morning show, as you know, and I stream it live on, on Facebook. And it's like, I make a joke every morning. Like I got to pour out a, some of my coffee to the Google gods because every day it's something different. And if you don't do it exactly perfect yeah. or right, you can't get on or they freeze you out or they whatever. And it's just like the algorithms, all of this stuff changes all of the time. And so you, you got to have somebody that really stays up on that. And they're not in that set it and forget it mode again, whether that's internally or externally. Right. And so I, I think it's important lesson here, too, that I don't want people to gloss over or not think about. But you trusted your gut. And so many times people talk us out of things we know because we listen to other people and we ignore our gut. And then you're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that or I knew I should have done that. And we let other people talk us out of things. And sometimes that's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Well, and, and I'll give you another example. One of the things that, you know, um, Diana, I, I turned 50 a few years back and, and we wanted to do something to, to, for that year just to celebrate my birthday. 
And uh, Diana says, let's do something totally outside the box. Just let's think outside the box here and do something different. And uh, nobody's doing, right? So she came up with this cookie idea. And um, it, it's just a cookie of me. If it, So we had this cookie idea, or she had this cookie idea, I should say. And it's... So what did... Okay, I just... Knowing you and knowing Diana. Yeah. Yeah. You... Yeah. Diana comes to you and says, you showed the back of the cookie so it was flat. You know, I'll, I'll pull it out of the bag. It was in the bag. So, so you said to Diana... Diana said to you, Dave, I want to make a cookie in your likeness. I mean, what? What? Well, you know, you know what I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that meeting. Well, no, what I told her, I said, so you want a cookie of my logo? I thought that's what she was thinking was maybe a cookie of my logo. She goes, no, how about a cookie of you? She goes, you're the face of the business. Let's just just do a cookie of you. So she, so she sent it. Yeah, so she, she sent the picture of me to the cookie company and um, it's called Parker's Crazy Cookies, if anybody wants to ever do it, because it's a great idea. I'll, I'll link. I'll put the link down the oh, bottom yeah. of the episode. The yeah. And and what's really scary is the thing looks so much like me. Everybody just goes they're They're like in awe. I mean, even as your goatee, it has. Her, it's so funny. And you're <laughs> yeah. like a you're like a pusher now. You're like a drug dealer. Anywhere. <laughs> I, I know when you're anywhere in a in a event or any building that I am, because I hear people going, Oh my God, it looks just like them. And you see them walking with cookies in their hands. And I'm like, Dave's here because you, you just you give them out everywhere. Yeah. And I do. I like when I go out to, if we go out to dinner, or we go out to lunch or whatever. And uh, I put it in the, in the check and, and it's, you know, it has my card in there and everything. And, and, you know, another thing that I guess this is just to tell other people that think outside the box, do, do different things. And even traditional marketing people told me it's a bad idea. They said that because you eat it um, and it's disposable and it's gone. Now I put the card in there too, so they have that. But the the, the cookie is so memorable, and they took they didn't take that into the equation when when I told them I was going to do this. They they really kind of di dismissed it because I guess you know a lot of disposable things probably aren't memorable. If it's memorable, even if it's disposable, it doesn't matter because when I go to those restaurants, if I go back to that restaurant. They, the the waitress or the waiter will come up to me and go, hey, I really love that cookie. That was so amazing, you know. And and women, whenever they say it's so cute, I don't want to eat it. And I said, don't worry, you're not the first woman to bite my head off. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyways. now you're expanding on this cookie theme now. So it started out with just you and your your face and all, and then now we're we're adding props is that do i understand that uh well, mo monthly we change it up monthly every month it's something different like this is the this is the christmas cookie with with a santa, with a santa hat. hat okay yeah. and so uh, like every every month we're doing something different like father uh the the month of father's day the month of mother's day it says hi hi mom hi dad um you know and every month it's just a different theme that we we have come up with and, and Diana had sat down and we did our marketing. We did our marketing last September, not this, but for 2022, we sat down and did all the marketing for 2000. You're making my heart sing right now. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we did it again this year too. So Diana sat down and she says, I just want to be prepared for next year. And, and she's really been good about that and, and kind of makes, and, and there again, that's, that's the thing when you're running a business and you're involved in so much other crap, that the thing of it is, is, is you need somebody to kind of keep you focused and get and get those things handled. Because if, if it was up to me, it wouldn't happen. It happened in 2023. That's when I would get my marketing for 2023. And it's just 
it's it's too tough to no, do. No, you anymore. would do you would do your marketing for twenty two and twenty three if it was left up to you. <laughs> Let's be honest now. Yeah, yeah probably right. You're so absolutely. You always have a, your finger on the pulse, though, in the community, and are really in tune to what your customers like. And one of the thing I just loved all the thank you gifts that Diana and Bo would make all the time before COVID. I don't know if you've returned to it, but. They were just so clever. It was from you that I learned that they make peeps, not just in the little chicks, but for every month of the year. And I, one of them was popping in my head. I think it was a pumpkin peep with graham crackers and a chocolate. And it, and it said, we'd love some more customers. And I was like, that is so dang cute and clever. And it doesn't have to call you were boasting about how great Bo was that after a holiday was over, like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, she would go out and buy all this stuff on clearance and put it in a tote to use, you know, for, for next year. And so a lot of the things you, you just have there in stock, but your customers love it. Well, and, and they do. And, and, you know, one of the things that you're right about COVID when COVID hit, but Bo, Bo was doing really great. She was, she was, I mean, my house was getting full of stuff. I mean, we, we had drawers full of, full of all this stuff that she was buying for these warehouses. It was crazy, but literally, she, and she was creative and she did something different every month and was really nice. But when COVID hit and the supply chain got really cruddy, then well, and she, nobody wanted to touch anything. Right. And you didn't, well, and it, was, and it yeah. was getting more and more expensive. Like she was buying stuff for, you know, 50 cents, dollar, dollar fifty, we were staying right in that range. Well then when COVID hit everything went up to three, four, five dollars. Um so that's when Diana and I sat down and we said, well let's 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 figure out what what can we do. Well in the in the cookie, if you if you do it, pre-order them uh, a year in advance. Now I'm not saying have them all sitting there a year in advance. I'm saying every month they'll send you a shipment of whatever you want. Um, but you, you, you commit to so many cookies for the year, right. you get a better, you get a better deal. So we got it down to with the bag that we put it in and the cookie and the card, it was just right a little, just probably a little bit over a dollar, uh, a cookie. So and that's, that's current, we, current pricing. That's, that's, that's this year. That's what we did this year. So we're going to have a Santa hat for Christmas. And then what is January going to be? Um, January was. Please don't tell me you in a diaper for baby no, New Year. No, no, no. no. Okay. It, was New, it was New Year's. It was a. Uh, I think I had a party hat on and and like some fireworks or something. Like it was like a New Year thing. Okay. And, but we're we're definitely you know you can do it economically if you kind of pre-plan it, and that's kind of what we did. But it really worked out, and and then we just thought you know what let's just do a different theme every month. And we'll just change the cookie up and just keep that going. And 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 it seems to be a really amazing. It's great because a lot of the customers tell other people about it. They go, "I heard about your cookie," you know. So it, it's just been a. It's been more like that staple in your. And I know life. even when I've been in your shop, I mean, people come in and they're like, "We heard all about your cookie, and we had to meet you." And I mean, it brings people in the door. Besides giving joy to your existing customers, it brings new ones in talking about the cookie because they're curious. Right. And then people, when, when you, when I'm out and about, if I give it to somebody out and about, a lot of times they come in as a customer and my networking people love it too, because it's memorable for them. And so my networking people, if anybody talks about automotive, they'll say, oh yeah, there's, and and tell them I sent you and ask for his cookie, you know, so people, (laughs) it's kind of funny. And, uh, but it's turned out to be, that's turned out to be an amazing, uh, thought, and something that we just thought outside the box and something totally different that nobody else was doing. 
And, and even other businesses have told me, man, I'm, I'm going to do something like this. And, you know, they want to do a cookie, the logo or whatever they want to do. It just depends on how their business is ran. But you can, it's amazing what they can, they can make a cookie in just about anything. It's amazing. I love it because it's so kind of cheeky and it's not anything else. I, I can say I, all of my travels and all of my places I've gone to, I have not ever had anybody give me a cookie in, in their likeness. And so I, I think it's just amazing that. You just took that and ran with it and and your customers embraced it and, and you weren't afraid to do something different. And sometimes I think we pigeonhole ourselves into whatever industry or whatever we're in. It's like, okay, if I'm in the dental industry, I have to give away dental floss or they, a dentist may, I was going to say, probably don't want to give away a cookie, but that could get in more customers if they gave away a lot of sweets. Right. So, but you know, real estate, they always give like a calendar or some kind of a house thing look shaped like a key or keychain or you know, we get very pigeonholed to what we give out in different industries and, and automotive typically is like a keychain or a, a pen or something, you know, tire pressure gauge or something. And so I just love that this is so different. So you have been around the block a few times. You have had a lot of ups and downs over the years at your business and transitions from purchasing the business from your dad and taking it to the level that it is now. Obviously, there's you've had a habit or two that you may have had to change that probably wasn't as productive as the someone in your uh, position needed to be. What's an unproductive habit that you exchanged for a better one? Well, it's probably not watching the news anymore. I that was a I got sucked in uh, about two years ago when the election was going on and COVID and. Oh Lord. And you know, I, I got sucked into it so much and it was just, it was just, it was not good. So I, I finally stopped watching the news. I'm way more productive than I'm not watching the news and, uh, and way more positive too, by the way. Well, it really affects your moods and people don't understand that. And even if it's not the news, other things I've, I've, I was recently watching a study about something, even when people watch like the Maury Povid shows or real housewives or whatever, when people start yelling, and they take the pulse of everybody and their heart rate goes up, their pulse starts going up, their blood pressure goes up because you're hearing just craziness. And it and it's a tough line to watch enough or pay enough attention to news or whatever else so you know what's going on in the world and, and not get caught up in all of the stuff. And, you know, depending what channel you have on, it's a completely different version of the, the news. And yeah. it, so it's like... It, it, it's difficult to not get sucked into that for sure. And that that's something that I think a lot of people probably need to be looking at. Well, I really appreciate your time today. And especially since it's the second time you had to do it this week and you were so patient last week during the hurricane. And we kept trying it because I kept thinking I got to have electricity by tomorrow. I got to have it by tomorrow. So this was, um, yeah. probably my longest, hardest, uh, interview to kind of get, Get going on the books because of all this stuff going on. So I appreciate so much you and your patience and everything that you do to help other entrepreneurs and business owners, not just in our industry, but other industries. And I will never tell anybody else what an amazing person you are, but you do. It's, all, it's recorded. I hope this time. I oh, think no. the last time, that's why the recording never happened. I think, it's all the good things you said about me. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's why you got cut off because there was too many good things about you. But I, I just, you just bring so much to, to, to all, all of us in the business on it and your attitude and 
gosh, if there's any anybody that has a right to be like, poor me, this or that, you're just like, what the hell? It's whatever it is, what it is. And shut up and stop your whining and get your stuff done. So I just, I love your can do add to even like the cookies. Everybody's like, no, that's stupid. And you just knew that it was going to be a winner. And it was. So I thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you right. for having me. Appreciate it. And then you're going to come back and we can talk about some of the other topics at another time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it won't be this difficult, but it won't, <laughs> it won't take 800 in invitations <laughs> and five yeah. recordings and, and all of that. So, all right, everybody stay safe, make good choices, stay inspired. And I will be back next week. Bye-bye. See you Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.